0: We got ross total lead back suric is in the shower when her phone all of a sudden rings ross she goes "Will you get that and i roll my eyes because i'm trying to watch rassing against exeter but it's the third time in like five minutes that i found myself listening to katie perry's firework which has been her ringtone ever since she applied for promotion as head of something 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 EMEA region in LinkedIn. I pick the thing up and I'm about to fuck it at the wall when I just so happen to look at her caller ID and I see the photograph of her old man dressed up for a Bloomsday, or as I call it, Halloween for knobs. It'd be typical for him to ring during the biggest match in the European rugby calendar, but that's what I'm up against. A man who wouldn't know a rugby ball if one hit him in the face, which one did, I'm just remembering shortly after this photograph was taken. It was entirely my fault. As Sirica said, I shouldn't have been throwing the old Gilbert around at our Ulysses fancy dress party, especially with the garden so full of people. And it was a pretty terrible pass, which was strangely out of character for me. I answer the phone, doing a really bad impression of my wife. I'm like, hello? In a sort of like high-pitched voice, which wouldn't fool anyone in normal circumstances, except he's up to literally 90. Surica, he goes. Surica, you have to save me from this awful woman. And I know straight away that he's talking about my old dear. I say fuck all. Don't need to. Because the dude is only like warming up. He's there. I'm talking about your idiot husband's mother. What did I tell you? He goes, oh darling, what am I going to do? And I can hear that the dude is hilariously crying. I was only using the woman to try to bring her mother to her senses, but I couldn't bear it anymore. The narcissism, the snobbery, the frittatas every bloody morning and the endless blithering. Oh, the woman is insufferable. I can see where he gets it from now. I'm just like, hmm, again in a high-pitched voice, not committing myself one way or the other. Well, this morning I decided I couldn't stand listening to her for a minute longer. I made up my mind to drive down to British Bay and lay my cards on the table. Tell your mother that I love her and that that business with that artist woman happened years ago and meant nothing anyway. So I got into the car. So-called car. I very nearly say the dude is driving around in a fucking 2007 Hyundai Santa Fe but I managed to somehow stop myself. He's there. I got into the car and I got onto the M11. I had it all planned out, what I was going to say to wrest her away from your ignoramus father-in-law. And if it came to blows, well, let's just say you wouldn't have found Edmund Lawler cowering behind the door when the gunsmoke cleared. He really is a tool and it's not just the zero interest in rugby thing. But then I was pulled over by the guards, he goes, driving through kill mechanic. A girl, not a week out of Templemore, by the looks of her, asked me if I was leaving the county for reasons of work or education. I said, no, I was leaving the county for reasons of love. She said that the, leaving the county for reasons of love wasn't permitted under the level three restrictions and that I should return to Dublin immediately. I told her I was a solicitor, but well, that cut no ice with the girl. I had no choice. I came back here to the apartment. In Falking Smithfield, by the way. Good enough for him. And then, he goes, about half an hour ago, she showed up outside, demanding to be let in. I can actually make out her drunken wailing in the background. I told her from the balcony that I couldn't let her in, he goes. There's a nationwide ban on visitors to other people's homes, with the exception of visits for essential purposes. Yes, she said, such as providing care to the elderly. And let's be honest, you know Spring Chicken, Edmund. She's saying she's made one of her famous beef and vodka casseroles. She's making quite a scene. Oh, I think I've made a terrible, terrible mistake, Zirka. Of course, I could tell him that down in British Bay, my old man has reached pretty much the same conclusion. But then where would the fun be in that? He's like, oh, darling, what am I going to do? And I go, well, you can stop by calling me darling for starters. There's like silence on the other end of the phone, so much so that I can hear the old dear's hysterical voice going, better men than you have eaten my one-pot stews. A line that for some reason makes me feel like I might never have a sexual thought ever again. He goes, put my daughter on the line this instant. And I'm like, she's... Busy at the moment. But for what it's worth, dude, I can tell you that you'd be wasting your time driving down to Britis. My old man and your missus are pretty loved up. What? You know, carrying on like a couple of teenagers if you catch my drift. How dare you listen to a conversation that wasn't supposed to involve you? Dude, do you honestly think I've nothing better to do? It's the European Champions Cup final. Although you wouldn't know rassing against Exeter from, I don't know racing at Exeter. Actually, that's a good line. I want you to know, he tries to go, I'm about to call the guards and tell them that your mother is creating a public nuisance. I'm like, dude, do what you want. She's your girlfriend. And I hang up on him and switch off the phone. A few seconds later, Sirica steps out of the shower. Who is that? She goes. And I'm like, no one. Some randomer wondering, did we want to switch our broadband provider?